Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash am I the butthole. The sun is shining, it's boiling outside, and I am sweating here recording. <laughs> If you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all really helps out this channel. And let's just crack straight on with today's stories. Much love, guys. British weather is so unpredictable, man. This first story comes from Glittering Oil 2705. Am I the arsehole for publicly shaming my daughter's bully's mother after she refused to handle the situation in private? So I'm 26 female and a mum to B, 8 female. For a few weeks now, B has been coming home crying because of the girl in her class, H. Apparently H has never been violent, so she is really mean to B and is clearly getting to her. The teacher was fortunately really nice about this and said she would read this story about bullying in class and if necessary, talk to H in private about the situation. She did both, but unfortunately it did absolutely nothing. So the teacher asked me if I would like her to mediate a meeting between me and H's parents, if they agreed to it. They didn't, so basically I had no other choice but trying to talk to them directly. Some of us are in this parent group chat, which we only use for school functions, last minute needs for rides, stuff like that. H's mum is on that group chat, so I pulled her number from there and sent her a text explaining the situation and asking her if it is possible for her to talk to H about it or maybe if she wanted to, we could meet up and try to work it out. Literally the only answer I got from her was along the lines of, this is normal kid behavior and you'll see it when you have more parenting experience. I tried to talk it out further, even waited for her one day at drop off, but she pulled the, you are harassing me card and I not knowing what to do, stopped. The bullying didn't though. So this is where I might have been the asshole. I took it to the group chat. I straight up got on there and said that my daughter was being bullied and that I was only taking it to group chat because I had tried to handle this privately. And the parents, I said, you know who you are, weren't willing to do anything about it. At this point, I hadn't named any names. I immediately got an outpour of sympathy and support from other parents and a lot of, if it's ever my kid, please let me know. And it was genuinely moving until H's mum actually tried to ride that train. She actually sent me a private text saying, we have talked about this, in the same breath that she sent, bullying is never okay, and blah 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 to the group chat. I was honestly so angry I quoted her and said something like, you got to be kidding me, which obviously gave it away. The group chat went crickets after that, but she sent me a chain of really angry private messages saying I had publicly humiliated her and made her look bad in front of the other parents, giving her and her child a bad reputation at this school she'd be going to for years. Honestly, I started feeling a little bad after that, but the truth is that I tried to handle the situation more maturely, but she wasn't cooperating, so I almost feel vindicated. Still, I'm afraid I might have been unfair to her child in the process, so I'm questioning it a little. Am I the arsehole? 
And there was an edit to this that said, oh wow, I definitely wasn't expecting this to blow up. Just to answer some questions that seemed to be asked the most. The bullying entailed mostly petty stuff, name calling, belittling my child's likes and interests, which I understand isn't anything massive, but it's the fact that it's almost a daily occurrence and that's been going on for weeks that gets to me. Plus, even small things can be hurtful for an eight-year-old child, especially if done repeatedly. As for why I didn't take it up to the school administration, after the teacher said she couldn't do anything else, I felt like I was better off trying to handle things directly with the parents and was trying to exhaust all avenues in that way before going to the administration, which seems to be quite a process and one I don't want to have to put my child through. Still, I know going to the group chat was an impulsive action and that's why I came here asking for your opinion. So thank you for giving it to me. Even the less ones gave me something to consider. So thank you. Now, we had a bullying story yesterday and, you know, it's never okay to bully. I'm not going to go through my bullying story again, but, you know, I've been there and it hurts. And well done for you for sticking up for your daughter in this situation and following through with it. You gave the mother a chance in this story. You gave her a chance to, you know, talk it out and deal with it. But she turned around and said, this is normal behavior for kids their age. You know, like kids will be kids, that kind of thing. Absolutely not take this as far as it needs to go basically go to that administration if she's not going to cooperate and you know had the cheek in that group chat to say you know bullying is never okay and then send another message behind the group's chat to again say she's going to do nothing about it cheeky sod not the asshole in my opinion but let's check out some comments to see what they say and we'll start off with a CZT1991 saying, oh, it's impressive how the daughter takes after the mum. This is a perfect illustration of generational behavioral issues. Not the arsehole. They are though. And Delicious Lobster says, not the arsehole, but I would have followed up to have the bully transferred to another class if the teacher couldn't end it. But you didn't make them look bad. They made themselves look bad with their behavior. You just didn't help cover it up. And Bagel Boots says, not the arsehole. Sounds like the daughter got her bullying skills from her mother. You tried being direct with H's parents and it went nowhere. Maybe if you're able to, have your daughter go to therapy to learn how to deal with bullying like this. I'm sorry she's going through this and I hope it gets better soon. And what no potato says, not the arsehole. Fellow young mum here, just admiring your shiny, shiny spine. Sounds like a typical stuck-up older mother thinking she can bully a younger mother into accepting her little princess's behavior. That's how I'm interpreting the experience comment anyway. Stick to your guns and don't be pushed around. Go get him, sister. God, that last comment got me pumped up. Librarian Knight says, I agree with her, not the arsehole, but I mostly want to say thank you for sticking up for your daughter and doing everything you can to help her. Maybe the methods weren't the greatest, but honestly, you're trying to prevent your daughter from something that can cause very severe mental health issues and trauma. I was bullied in school and nobody did anything to help me for 10 years. I'm 25 now and still in therapy and on medication. You sound amazing and supportive. Be there for your daughter, bother the teachers, bother the school administration, continue to protect her. And one more from Banana Door saying, not the arsehole. It's pretty interesting. Your eight-year-old is supposed to be able to handle daily harassment and abuse, but this parent can't handle being publicly called out after you already tried to get her to do the right thing. She thinks an eight-year-old should be able to handle much more than, than she, the adult, can. What a farce. And now we will move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Appropriate P156. Am I the arsehole for insulting my boyfriend's weight in front of his friends? Relevant to this story, my boyfriend is 6 foot, 183 centimeters and 229 pounds, 104 kilos. 
I am 5 foot 6, 168 centimeters and 120 pounds, 54.4 kilos. From a medical standpoint, my boyfriend is obese and I am fairly normal weight. I really don't mind his weight, he was obese when I met him and that wasn't a problem for me. He has struggled with his weight for many years and constantly talks about wanting to lose weight but never actually diets slash exercises. Again, not a huge deal for me but I try to be supportive and offer him advice or general encouragement whenever he discusses his desire to lose weight. An occasional point of contention between us is that he has a tendency to offer me diet advice. For example, whenever I make a smoothie, he says, you shouldn't drink those things, they're full of hidden calories. Or when I do strength training, he says, you'll just gain weight because you'll put on too much muscle. It's annoying because nutrition and fitness are actually big passions of mine. I'm not an expert by any means, but I've done several courses and I feel I know more than the average person. Plus, I feel I can demonstrably show that I can manage my own weight, so I don't like that he constantly feels the need to give me advice. This past weekend, he and I met up with a few of his mates at a beer garden. At some point, the guys were talking about their experiences with online dating. My boyfriend said that he used Tinder prior to meeting me, but that he deleted it because there were too many desperate fat chicks. He said this in such a disgusted, dismissive way that I genuinely saw red for a second and just blurted out, seriously, you're gonna criticize fat chicks. There was a really long, awkward pause, and then one of his friends made a joke and the conversation sort of moved on. But my boyfriend didn't speak to me for the rest of the evening. He texted me the next day to say that it was incredibly rude and disrespectful to comment on his weight, especially in front of his friends. He says he thinks he wants a few days away from me to decide whether or not he can forgive me. I agree that it was rude of me to call him out in front of his friends, but I also think what he said was obnoxious and borderline sexist. I've apologized to him, but I'm not sure if I'm genuinely the asshole here. Am I the asshole? And we start with Essex Catwoman saying, I was so ready with the alternative judgment, but not the asshole. Maybe you could have phrased it differently, but I'm not surprised you were gobsmacked at the audacity and the double standard. He's allowed to prefer a type, but as you say, the disgust which he expressed it would have upset me too. And 585 says, not the arsehole, not at all. While apologizing was probably the right thing to do, this guy gaslights you severely at every turn. It sounds like pure chaos. It might be best to move along at this point. Let him have his pathologies about weight and find someone else who isn't healthy to share them with. He sounds like a bully and an arsehole. And while I'm sure he has some good qualities, you haven't described any here. Even his incredibly wounded response to your understandable frustration is him playing the ultimate victim. And Valafel says, not the arsehole, it wasn't borderline sexist, it was sexist. I guess in his mind, men are the only ones allowed to comment on weight. Time away may be the best thing. It will allow you to assess if you want to waste years with a hypocrite. And we have one more from Fragile Magnoliax. I may have got that completely wrong. I agree, it probably wasn't the best time or place to make such a comment, but I too absolutely hate it when fat slash overweight men get all mad if fat slash overweight women show an interest in them and also call those women desperate when they probably were only matching with thin women who, guess what, due to the rampant fat phobia in society, probably said the same thing about fat men as he did about fat women. It's incredibly hypocritical. He doesn't have to be attracted to fat people, but he doesn't have to be so incredibly gross about it either. So in this case, I'm going with not the arsehole because you said what needed to be said in my opinion. And now we're going to move on to the next story. 
And while we have this small break, I just want to let new members and current members know because for some reason YouTube doesn't always tell everyone that there is a members playlist on our main page and these videos also get dropped in Patreon as well. So be sure to keep your eye out for them. We have a new members video coming this Saturday where the question was asked, what does your crazy neighbor do to be labeled the crazy neighbor? And it doesn't affect the normal videos throughout the day. Thank you. And our next story is from that one guy, KU. Am I the asshole for being rude to my fiance when I was late for work? I work at a job where I have to get up early in the morning. My fiance works a standard eight to five job from home right now. Naturally, she sleeps a little bit longer than I do. She does get up early to work out, but the morning this happened was a designated rest day, so she does sleep in. Yesterday morning, I woke up late. My job is very strict about tardiness and attendance. If you are going to be late, you have to call and let them know. Their phone systems have been down for about a month now, and I thought my fiance had an emergency number on her phone. I'm not going to lie, I did sort of burst into the bedroom by mistake because I was in a rush. This scared her and she was confused as most people are when being woken up like that. She had two different numbers, which I kept trying. While I was in the bedroom trying to call, our dog ran through the door I had left open and jumped on my fiance who had attempted to doze off again. And she woke up yet again, super scared. He jumped all over her and started pouring at her face. She started getting angry at me for all these interruptions I was causing. I was already in a bad mood because I woke up late. So I just blew her off and left without saying goodbye. I mean, yes, I was going to be late, but oh well. On my way to work, she sent me a text calling me an asshole for waking her up, being rude to her when I was the one who put her in a situation like that and for leaving without telling her bye. While I do feel bad for waking her up, it couldn't be helped and I don't feel like calling me an asshole is warranted. Am I the asshole here? I mean, <laughs> it was all your fault. <laughs> I know we all have these these moments of panic and stuff like that, but the facts are here is that you were late. You left the door open and the dog came in because of you, which you even said yourself. You haven't got the number on your phone, which again is your own problem. And then you were rude and then you didn't say bye to her. And you, I mean, it was just it's just full of your own mistakes. Of course, you're going to be the asshole. <laughs> But the bacon, egg and cheese SPK says you're the asshole. Of course, you waking her up could have been helped. You could have gotten up on time, so you didn't need to be late for work. You could have been responsible to have your own employer's phone numbers in your phone. You could have closed the door so the dog wouldn't have disturbed her. You could have apologized for waking her up and said goodbye. Every single thing that she was upset about could have been easily avoided. And don't trust it says, ha, you're the asshole. You woke up late. You. You were in a mood because you woke up late. You left the door open and let the dog into your fiance while she was getting a well-deserved rest. You should have had the emergency phone number for your work on your phone. That way you could have left your fiance undisturbed while you sorted out your screw up. Now tell me where in any of this does your fiance hold any blame and deserve your rudeness and disrespect. Apologize and do better. And we have one more comment from this one because I think the comments are going to be pretty much all the same. And Stoke King says, you're the asshole. I don't think you know what it couldn't be helped means. Almost everything you mentioned could have been helped. You didn't get up in time. You left the door open and let the dog in. You haven't got the emergency number on your phone. Then to top it off, you were rude too. Take responsibility for your actions and their consequences. You're absolutely 100% the asshole in this situation. And now let's move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Remarkable Lunch 4580. Am I the asshole for yelling at my fiance's ex-wife in front of her kid after she badmouthed me to my daughter? 
A few years ago, my 27 female fiance, 38 male, left his ex-wife ex to pursue a relationship with me. I didn't know when our relationship first started, but when he told me, it felt like it was too late and we kept going. The cheating ended their marriage, but my fiance says their relationship was on the rocks long before then. It is definitely not something I'm proud of, but we've been dating for almost three years and just got engaged a couple of months ago. X seemed to be taking it pretty well and we've been very friendly for the past year or so. We currently have every other week custody agreement for their daughter, Jessie, 11 female. Jessie is very close with my daughter, Samantha, 9 female, and I've started letting Samantha sleep over at X's house on the weekends since she misses Jessie so much when it's not our week. I was really starting to view X as just a mother of one of my daughter's friends, and we've been getting along really well. So last Monday, Samantha comes home from a sleepover at Jessie's and tells me that my fiance and I are bad people. I was surprised, so I asked her why. She said that Jessie's mum told her how I stole my fiance from her and Jessie and that we didn't care about anybody but ourselves. Thankfully, Samantha didn't seem to take it too seriously. She has a tendency to just repeat what people tell her. But I was still furious. I really thought that X had managed to move past this and that we were fine. I waited a week to give myself some time to cool off, but this weekend, when I took Jessie back to her mum's house, I decided to use the opportunity to discuss boundaries with her. After I'd gotten Jessie inside and Samantha went with her to her room to help get her settled, I told X that her behaviour was very inappropriate and I didn't want her speaking to my daughter about my fiancé or I ever again. X said that she deserved to know and the conversation went downhill from there. I never expected it to get that heated, but it got pretty loud and Samantha and Jessie were just upstairs. When X realized they could hear us, she said, how dare I yell at her like this in front of her daughter and made us leave the house. When I told my fiance about it, he was obviously upset at X for talking to Samantha, but was also upset at me for bringing Jessie into this. I said I was just standing up for my daughter and our relationship. Am I the asshole? But historical piglet 86 says you're the arsehole for cheating with a married man and then being angry when your daughter found out the truth. Play stupid games, get stupid prizes. And Roboclaw says you're the arsehole when you realize that your fiance was cheating on his wife with you. You should have left the relationship, instead you chose to stay. I don't necessarily think the ex was in the right, but your daughter would have found out the truth eventually. Messy relationships lead to messes. Very, very good point there as well. And Crop says, you're the arsehole, you are a bad person. And X doesn't have to move past her ex-husband and your shitty behavior on your timeline. From what you've written, X sounds like a class act. You should apologize to her profusely. Also, you're way out of line in saying that she can never speak to you or your fiance again. Though Lord knows she probably wishes she could. For one thing, she has joint custody agreement with, with your fiance, genius. And B. Jabbers says, in quotes, I didn't know when our relationship first started, but when he told me, it felt like it was too late and we kept going. And then says, the state of this fucking sentence. You're the arsehole. And no clever username idea says, you're the arsehole and your justifications in the comments make you seem worse than the original post. You unwittingly entered into a relationship with a married man. You found out he was married and continued because he reassured you his marriage was on the rocks. Are you extremely naive? I can't imagine a married cheater not using that excuse when they are found out. And the fact that his ex-wife is singing a different tune just goes to show that he likely lied to you about the state of his marriage and you don't want to own it. And Care Bear 6 says, you're the arsehole massively. 
I can't really blame the victim of the situation for telling her truth. If you don't want your shitty actions exposed, don't do shitty things to people. Not like she lied either. You only cared about yourselves and happily tore apart a marriage. I wonder if you'll just get over it like you want her to if, if he proves the old saying, if he cheats with you, then he'll cheat on you, to be true. And sure, her mum says, everyone sucks here. The ex should not have said that you were bad people to a young child. That being said, she takes your daughter on weekends, puts up with you doing the drop-offs, and generally tries to have a good relationship with the two people who destroyed her family. It sounds like she had one moment of bad behavior while you've had years of it. This is easy to fix. Make your husband handle the pickups and drop-offs of his child. Stop using his ex-wife as a free babysitter and instead make sleeping over a treat and a rare thing. I mean, the ex is already a class act by allowing your child and you in a home at all. And Fat Panda's a hot says, you're the asshole. You stayed with this loser after you found out he was married. His ex-wife treats your daughter like her own. Then you tell her in front of the girls. She should have been less honest with them. But I bet Jesse says something to your kid, which caused a discussion. You suck just as bad as the loser you are marrying. And Snarking in the USA says, everyone sucks here. Putting the kids in the middle of your drama is terrible of both of you, but you suck more for pawning your daughter off on Jesse's mum every weekend. It was very naive to think the pot wouldn't be stirred with your daughter spending so much time over there. And we have one more from Dull Explorer 6845 saying, everyone sucks here, her considerably less than you. Why did you ever think that the woman whose husband you fucked and who subsequently left by said husband for you, a woman probably a decade younger than her, unless your fiance is seriously into much younger women, would ever just be another one of your daughter's friends? That's so unbelievably naive. She shouldn't be bad-mouthing you to your daughter, but the drop was absolutely not the right time to address that and your approach was awful. I'm genuinely in awe that you thought you were friendly with this woman when you were part of an affair that upended her entire life. And now I turn this to you guys. What do you guys make of today's collection of stories? What are your verdicts on today's stories? I always love to see them below in the comments and see you guys getting involved with each other and your various discussions going on. Most of the time is pretty wholesome and I've come to expect that from the people here as well. You're absolutely amazing for what you do. And I know I tell you every day. I know I tell you every day. I got my back about it. <laughs> but I do love you, you cheeky so-and-sos. Thank you so much for doing you and supporting the channel in the way you do. If you do want to support the channel further, and remember, I'm trying to get back on the whole members video. So I'm trying to do it every Saturday at the moment. We have a members video coming this Saturday, which is an Ask Reddit question. Please feel free to join up and get involved in there if you can. But as always, never any pressure to do so. It's not going to affect any of the other videos going forward. It's just if you want to, a little added extra, a little thank you for doing what you do, basically. You can click that join button down below for YouTube or click the link in the description for Patreon and join it up there. The videos will appear in a playlist on our YouTube channel and they will appear on Patreon so no one will miss out. And thank you for spending 20 or so minutes with me today. And I will see you, you spicy so-and-so, in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 